Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited for today. I literally am just so excited for this conversation we're about to have. Guys, I have the wonderful Ellie Turner, and she is amazing guys she's my RA here at Liberty but we have we're honestly like friends like I don't even talk I'm not like oh my RA I'm just like oh Ellie and people are like who is that <laughs> like they're always asking because I talk about her so much and I have just been so blessed to get to lean on her and Abby too which is the my other RA and like Ellie and I have had such good conversations are we have very f- similar like family situations very just similar just like all situations and it's so it's been a gift to be able to walk alongside her in this and not um not feel so alone and she's she's been so gracious so kind and so freaking full of wisdom y'all so she's about to bring it so I'm so excited for you guys to get to hear her so hello Ellie hi how are you good excited so good I'm so excited for you (laughs) okay guys so as usual we always ask the question and I sent it to Ellie, so she's ready. And so it is, what was a really big thing God did in your life that forever changed your relationship with him? Yeah, so I was thinking about this, and honestly, so many different situations came into my mind. But I was thinking, okay, honesty and transparency, so mm. let's just get right into it. Yes. Um, I think one of the biggest moments in my life that defined my relationship with the Lord was it was not on, honestly like one moment. It was a season of um, when my parents were getting a divorce. Mm. And I was just so lost. I didn't mm. have a home. I didn't have a family to rely on. I, my father in my life did not depict the father that I have in heaven. And so I was wrestling with um, who God is. Like, is he good? Is he mm. kind? Because my father's not. Mm. Um, and I just came to the Lord with lots of doubts. Like that, that was a season of a lot of doubt. Um, and looking back, I, I was feeling very ashamed of that in the moment. Like I don't, I'm not good enough to believe in God. I can't trust him. Like Mm. something is wrong with me. Um, but I look back on that and I actually cherish those moments with the Lord where I was like, I don't know if you're this, I don't know if you're real. I don't know if you're Mm. even listening because you wouldn't be doing this if you were. Um, But in those moments, the Lord, I just, something that still stays with me from that season is like that he is patient and will listen to me. Mm. So he's the father that when I'm saying, when I'm accusing him of all these things um, that he knows is not true. And deep down, I also know is not true. He doesn't Mm. say, how dare you? How dare you? And lash back at me um, like I typically expect someone on earth to do. But no, he'll just listen to me. And he'll say, it's okay, come here, and you can cry with me. You can you can do whatever you need to, and I'll hold you, and I'll hold your hand. Mm. Um, Matthew 21 says he's gentle and lowly, mm. and yeah, he is. He is. He'll come, he'll come down to where I am with no condemnation, no judgment, and say, little daughter, I'm going to hold your hand, and I'm going to carry you through this, mm. and there is beauty beyond this. There is going to be beauty from this. Wow. Um, And he did. He brought so much beauty. And, you know, the situation with my family has not changed. In fact, it's probably gotten worse. Mm. But my relationship with the Lord has become a must for me. If I if I don't come to the Lord every day, I start to spiral in anxiety or um, doubt or, you know, I just feel so unworthy and all of these thoughts that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. But um, so he's become essential. And there's also days where, you know, still I'm like, why, why are you doing this? I'm so mad at you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and I don't want to talk to you right now, Yeah, but I do anyways, (laughs) even when I'm mad. I know. It's like, we're like, I don't want to have a conversation with you. And they're like, well, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, but there's no one else who really knows me like you do. So I'll talk to you. (laughs) Yeah, no, literally. No, I Uh, think that that is like so beautiful for you to be able to bring such a hard season and be like, no, like, that was really sweet. And I think why while you were saying that, that you were like, you're this, you're this, you're this. Like, aren't we so lucky that we have a father who's, like, confident in who mm-hmm. he is? Mm-hmm. That, like, there is no insecurity in the Lord. Like, he is yeah. not an insecure God. And, like, he doesn't, like, you, when we're like, God, that's not loving. Or, like, God, that's, like, you're this and you're that. And God's like, 
I'm really not mm-hmm. like I'm actually not that but like it's okay that you believe that right now and like mm-hmm. he has I think like so much patience for mm-hmm. our journeys and like God knows God knows it's hard like he's like well it's hard like mm-hmm. I get that I mean it was hard for Jesus I knew this morning mm-hmm. like I was having that conversation with Maddie like I am just like this is not easy like this is hard and like God like is aren't we like we have a father who like literally like you said like humble like god humbles himself gets down to our level and like jesus literally did like he got to our level like he became a human and he like mm. felt all the things that we feel and so when god when we're like upset god's like yeah like mm-hmm. i get it like that's yeah. really hard but um but yeah so i do have a question like so i know that we've had conversations about like both of our families like mm-hmm. not being you know saved or being active in the church what do you feel has been like like the hardest part of that and like how do you feel like the lord has been redeeming that for you to not have like that encouragement Mm -hmm. through your family yeah i think um it's really hard because i'm also from the south and um we love it (laughs) yes and in the south if you don't already know this everyone's a christian yeah literally (laughs) and and i say that in air quotes you can't see but um because Everyone goes to church on Sunday, um, and if they don't, they still say, you know, oh, yeah, Jesus, I believe in him. I don't th- I don't think there's a single person who probably hasn't heard the name of Jesus. Mm. Um, have they heard the gospel presented? Well, that's a whole other thing, but they've heard yeah. the name of Jesus, and they claim all this stuff. It's very appearance-based. Um, so growing up, that was always my perception of Jesus was, like, I would be this person on Sunday, and then I would put on my nice clothes, I would look cute, and I would do all the things, you know, pray and everything, and then I would go home, and I would be a completely different person. Yeah, it's like the party before the night, and then, like, go to church in the morning. Yeah, and I think that's a pretty classic story for a lot of people. Um, But all that to say, I think my family is still that way, Mm. and it's hard for me when I come back from Liberty, and I've had this just crazy encounter with the Lord or I'm Mm -hmm. like telling them of all the things that are happening and they just look at me kind of blank face and they're like oh that's great you know and I'm like no but you don't understand like the Lord's doing big things and um yeah it's like talking to a wall Mm -hmm. (laughs) um because you know and I don't I don't want to speak for their souls but I don't think many of my family members have the Holy Spirit and so Mm. I think what makes friendship Christian friendship so special Um, which is like my friendship with you and Mm. lots of other people at Liberty is that there's this common commonality of the Holy Spirit. And so that spark in both of us can kind of like come together. Mm. And like I'm friends with so many different people, like none of my friends really are the same as me. And but we have that in common and that's enough. And so it's really hard with my family when I also don't really think that we have much in common, but we don't even have that. And so, yeah, it's it's kind of become this. Um, I just come to expect disappointment, which mm. um, is also something I'm wrestling through even now. Is like I I don't want to put my hope in what my family's gonna think or what they're gonna say yeah. about what I'm doing. In fact, they don't even ever have to know what I'm doing. Um, yeah, you know, it it's not a it's not something that will boost my reputation if I'm like, oh, guess what I just did, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's more like, oh, I got good <coughs> grades, and, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what motivates. Right. Like, oh, cool, cool, that's important. And right. And you're like, oh, but the yeah. Holy Spirit did this, and, like, okay, that's not as important, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? So I don't yeah. know if that answers the question. But no, I mean, <laughs> I love that. I think it's so valid. I think, you know, we, we kind of go through the same thing where it's, like, um, sadly, like, sharing parts of what God has done and who and who he is and what he's doing and it just sometimes is received with like backlash and it mm-hmm. is received with like just like oh cool that's cool and you're like what do you mean like that's so like this is amazing like you mm-hmm. should be like as excited as I am and like specifically if you're like you know you're my mom you're mm-hmm. my cousin like you're my aunt like you're supposed to love me mm-hmm. so like you're supposed to love like what God is also doing and I think it's like not really understanding what it is and mm-hmm. I think I think we're both walking through a really similar season in that. And like, um, and like, you know, the question is like it, like what has been redeeming about it. But like, I personally feel like I still have had like Mm. not a lot of redemption from it. Like I'm still Mm. trying to figure out what part of it is redeeming other than like actually like going through it and Mm -hmm. just being like, okay, as I go through it, like the redeeming is that I get to lean on God the more, Mm -hmm. like get to lean on God more or get to run to the Lord more. But Mm -hmm. I know that there, there aren't like, the sweetest parts mm-hmm. of it and it's actually harder than it is sweeter yeah. and I think that that's where we like sometimes do get to be like God like 
why did you give me this and not like mm-hmm. why don't you give me like active yeah christians or like yeah. a mom who like knows is a prayer warrior or mm-hmm. like whatever that might look like so so i totally understand but okay so i definitely want to talk about the liberty bubble <laughs> i feel like that's needed because i feel like not enough people really understand yes. <laughs> it's literally like a straight up culture shock oh, like you like step out of the liberty bubble and you're like <laughs> what is life right now like what is happening like Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time like I feel like I go home and I'm like what you don't want to just like break out and worship you you don't just want to like do a bible study randomly like while we're eating dinner like what do you mean like and like you don't just carry your bible all the time like because that's like my friends my friends always like whoop pulling out their bible and I'm like you don't carry your bible like what is happening you know not that there's anything wrong with that but it's just like it's so crazy that I like I'll step out even with, like, my normal Christian friends, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, that are, like, I know have the spirit. I just, it's just different. Yeah. So how do you feel that it, like, affects you outside of liberty? And I think this is all tying in very perfectly to going home, the whole idea of going home and mm-hmm. having to deal with family. Because yeah. I think, I mean, I've never been to another college, but I can imagine when I come to a place that's similar to where I come from back home, going yeah. back home isn't so much of a shock. Yeah. But when you come to Liberty, <laughs> there's no place like it. And no, th- no. It really will never be, except for maybe heaven. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, I remember freshman year, I came, I left Liberty for the first time, and I had that exact dilemma where I was like, what do I do? Like, I don't have, you know, Bible study with people tonight. What do I do with my, you know, yeah, I was yeah, just like kind like, of in this <laughs> dilemma of like, what do I even do with myself? Um, but yeah, it's such a special place. And I think it makes me kind of value the real life even more because Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, you know, people here are just drowning, not drowning, but like they're just washed over with the gospel every single day. Like it just is so part of the culture, which I'm so thankful for. But then I leave and I'm like, oh, these people aren't drowning in the gospel. Like they are, they probably have never really heard or seen someone live out the gospel. Mm. Um, the way it was meant to. And so for me, I'm definitely more um, actions over words, I would say. And so um, at first I would struggle with like, oh, I need to be like proclaiming the gospel on every street corner, you know, because that's kind of the culture here. Yeah, yeah. But then I went home and I said, actually, I think just living the way that Jesus lived mm. is probably a lot more effective, especially like I was saying in the South, where everyone claims they know Jesus, but they don't really. Yeah. And they think Jesus is this person, but that if we can live like him, they'll be like, wait, that's so different than what I thought. It's gentle and kind and slow, like Mm. slow to anger. And we're not just standing on every street corner saying you're a sinner, you're a sinner, you're a sinner. Like that's not, that's not who Jesus was. Um, He never condemned and he just said, follow me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I think I've learned a lot of that from my friends here, mm. just watching them do that, like watching them be Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that. oh, even just watching them, more than anything they'll ever say, watching them has really changed me. Yeah, so I'm I like, feel that. I'm going to try to do that for people when I leave. Yeah, I think I think that's the thing about, like, the Liberty Bubble. It's like, you really are loved well. Like, I mean, if you mm-hmm. choose the right group, of course, like, everyone has their own experience, but... I know I think for us we've been really lucky that the Lord has like placed such good and like amazing people in our lives and and like you said like actions over words like you know the way that our friends love is a way that I've like never like I think at home like I experienced it because I have really Mm -hmm. great friends at home but like also here like it like you said it's like sacrificial like it's Mm -hmm. love that just like like makes no sense and like that Mm -hmm. loves really well and 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 encourages well and and pushes well and like and I think it's so crazy you know how lucky we are that even though it's a bubble, like we get to experience it for like however long you get to experience mm-hmm. it for. And like we, we go to a school that pushes our relationship with the Lord, like where mm-hmm. it really is a priority and it's not like, it's not over our grades. Like literally like the, you know, our school is like building champions for Christ. It's not mm-hmm. like building professionals for Christ. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I think there probably is a group that has something like that, but like, I think it's just, it's such a gift. Like we get to go to church, like, we get to do convo like mm-hmm. Wednesday and Fridays and we get to do that. And I think that that's the hard part about going home is like we only have church on Sundays mm-hmm. unless you like are connected to a group and you might mm-hmm. have it like Tuesday or something like and now because of COVID, it's like every other week yeah. or whatever. 
And so it's so hard because, like, there's be nights, like, I know during finals right now where I literally was, like, going to the chapel at, like, 9 p.m. after I studied all day, and there would be, like, a worship group, like, mm-hmm. just worshiping. And, like, yeah. and so we worship for two hours, like, right before curfew. I'm, like, running as fast <laughs> as I can and get here. I'm, like, texting Ellie, like, I'm going to be, like, two minutes late. Like, please just give me a second. And, like, it's so crazy that we get to experience that. And, like, I literally took a video the other day, and, like, I posted on TikTok, and I was, like, this is what a break at my school looks like. Like, mm-hmm. this is not normal. Like, mm-hmm. students are, like, oh, like, you know, maybe at, like, other schools, it might be, like, oh, we're going to go out to eat, or we might even go out and party, or we're going to drink, or whatever that might look like, but here, like, not that I'm saying people here don't do it, because we would definitely do, but, like, like, we, majority of our population chooses to, like, go to, go to the chapel if they're stressed, (laughs) or, like, really lean on their Christian friends, and, um, and I think that that's going to be really hard for me, like, to not be, like, not just like, oh, this is a break, like, I'm about to go back to Liberty, it's, like, Mm -hmm. no, 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 like, you're literally not going to go back to Liberty. Like you're going to mm-hmm. have to live out. And so it's going to have to be us who are like, okay, random worship night, like texting our friends, mm-hmm. like, Hey, can you come? And like, is it going to be harder with life? A hundred percent. Cause like, we're not mm-hmm. all going to be living in the same place. And like our schedules might not align. Like all our classes end at like maybe max five o'clock, yeah. you know? So we're like, okay, we all know that like at least at eight, like everyone can come down, but like, yeah. so it's definitely a journey, but yeah. What do you feel has been the biggest thing that you've learned like here at Liberty? Oh, wow. (laughs) I know. Sorry, Um, I threw that one at you. No, it's okay. I think that's a great question because I think a lot of my biggest transformations have been at Liberty. So Mm. um, I would say, honestly, what's probably most just fresh in my mind has been being an RA this year Mm. um, is the most humbling job I've ever done and (laughs) might ever do. Um, it's very... We stretch, in- Ellie. We stretch. <laughs> <laughs> we for sure um, do. But at first, I remember coming into it just being really pessimistic, honestly. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. Like, I was just like, this is going to take so much of my time. I love my friends. I have the best friend group in the world. And I'm going to have no time for them. Like, they're going to feel like I've abandoned them. Mm-hmm. And I was just super afraid of that, like, natural drift that happens between friends when, like, you just yeah. don't see them very much. Um, and so I was really wrestling with honestly just selfishness of I want my time for myself Mm. Um, and this is senior year for me so I was like I know school is going to take up a lot of time yeah Um, but I did it anyways all valid thoughts though yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I did it anyways and yes it takes a lot of time that Mm -hmm. really was true honestly yeah Um, but it has been the most it, it just has forced me to be humble, whether I mm. wanted to or not. And because there's so many aspects of it, like I can never share some of the things, you know, yeah. that we've had to deal with and it's okay, you know? Yeah. And at first I was like, oh man, I just wish I could like tell people to see, you know, and secretly I was like, I want them to know, you know, like how amazing I am. But yeah. truly like whenever you conquer that selfishness, it just becomes such a point of like um, being a servant, you know? Mm. And has taught me a lot about who I am. It's honestly being in an RA partnership with someone has taught me a lot about like marriage and what relationships Facts, are and like yeah. working together means, but also living together. Like that dichotomy of being everything together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like really having to lean on each other. Yeah. For, like the yeah. biggest. And so it's really stuff. set the bar high for me for friendship and also just service Mm. Um, service in my mind, I don't really know honestly what it was before RA, but now to me, it just means, um, bending lower. And that's something that Abby, my partner and I have really made the mantra of our partnership is like bending lower, um, because that's where Jesus is Mm. because Jesus's feet is lower and lower and we need to be lower. He was always at the lowest of society. Yeah. Um, every verse you read is like, I'm dining with sinners. I'm talking to tax collectors, like all these people that no one wanted. Yeah. Um, and that's where the lowest was. And so that's, I think that's a lesson that I've learned just to, to pay attention to the low. Um, that's and such good because those people, there's some people that just never, they never get attention or love. And mm-hmm. if you don't give them attention or love, you know, they, That's they so might funny. not ever, you know, and not that we're their savior, but it's, but you it, get to love them like the way that other people might right. not like, yeah. That's and that's so, so cool because I'm like, this is, this is what Jesus did, you know? Yeah. And I want to be like him if I'm claiming to be a Christian and I'm claiming to be like him and yeah, this is what he did. So I'm going to do it too. You mm-hmm. know? 
uh, Ellie, I don't think you understand like how thankful I am to like have you as an RA. I think it's been, I mean, it's been such a gift to get to see like you be so selfless and like, it's not even just cause you're like, Oh, I've been doing this. Like I generally have seen you like bend over backwards for us in more ways than like we could ever understand. And I've literally like, I um, hear so many like horror stories <laughs> of RAs and I'm always like, wait, what? <laughs> like I literally always say, that. I'm like, your RAs did what? I'm like, no, no, no. Like my RAs do not do that. Like, and so it's such a gift because I honestly like get to boast about you guys. Like I get to be like, oh. like I know for like the white glove, like I knew people who were like, it was terrible. And like, it was so stressful. And like just saying all these things. And I literally was like, really like why was it stressful I was like Mari's like pulled up and like what were you guys wear? like what were you supposed to wear like Christmas stuff I think it was yeah or maybe not maybe that was just a whole meeting I forget okay whatever but it was just like it was just like you guys just did it and then you did it very lovingly and I talked about Abby about bringing up the bible scripture that blind Pharisee she literally like she's like because I love the word of God like we need to bring it into everything so she was like looking up bible verses about cleaning and it just like it wasn't good like it really wasn't like I love you Abby but it was not good I was just like okay Abby you know you tried like she's gonna be that mom that's like in the bible it says blah blah blah. this is why you have to shower (laughs) like you know what I mean like to tell her kids that and like I don't know I just love that thought it was just so sweet but um but I can definitely second the like um living I mean Obviously, like, it's so different with, like, you and Abby because you really have to be, like, this partnership of, like, okay, we have to tackle this together. Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you have kids. It's Mm -hmm. like you guys, it's like you two and then, like, a bunch of kids. Like, you guys are like, we had too many. Like, why don't we stop? (laughs) Like, you know? And so I, like, think of that. And, like, when we were, um, like, even living with Karina, like, I've told Karina before, I'm, like, I truly feel, like, even more ready for marriage just mm-hmm. living with Karina than I've ever have before. And it's not even, like, my prayer is that my husband is, like, just as clean as Karina for <laughs> sure. Because, like... That probably won't happen. Just no, probably you. not. <laughs> but it's fine. Like, it's just been such a good... But it's a partnership. And you really mm-hmm. have to, like, humble yourself. Like, mm-hmm. truly, like you said, like, bring yourself down. And, like, not that Karina's really ever made me have to, like, humble myself. But, like, mm-hmm. you've been able to really grab, like, each other's dynamics. Like, I know for me, like... I don't even know what Karina did like one time I was like I don't even know I was like upset and I was like I normally used to like not anymore because we like wash our towels separately now but like I used to wash like all our towels and I was so I was like I'm not gonna wash her towels like she can wash her own towels and like and I literally had to humble myself like Dorian and Godoy like that is so stupid like really do you hear yourself like when you get married your husband no you're gonna have to be like i'm not gonna be like i'm not gonna wash my husband's clothes because i'm pissed like no i'm gonna be like i'll be like slamming it into the washer maybe like dang it you don't deserve to be like washing clothes right now but like it's fine so it definitely like humbles us and like and it allows us to like really pinpoint like the strongest parts of our like person mm-hmm. or like the person we're with and then really realize like the low parts too like mm-hmm. it's like okay this is really hard like I know for me like I know Karina's had to like really just kind of like bend herself for me like mm. even when I was like testing out like what sound machine I wanted like mm-hmm. I literally was like okay like I'm just gonna is this cool like literally today this morning I was talking about mm-hmm. it with Maddie and I was like she was like oh like do you put it in your earbuds like your sound machine I was like no 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 like I just like just put play and it plays for both of us Mm -hmm. and she was like and she just like lets you do that and I was like (laughs) yeah like is that not like normal and she's like no like normally you'd have someone like you'd put it in your earbuds because you would think the person wouldn't want that and I was like oh no like Karina's never chill about it and so like it's such a gift to get to like love your roommate well Mm -hmm. but also like get loved by them and know that like even in the moments where you're at your lowest like the messiest like they Mm -hmm. still love you yeah you know so Mm -hmm. I don't know it's been it's like so good to hear about you guys (laughs) I feel like what do you think has been hard about rooming with Abby like not like specifically (laughs) like obviously that's at like not even just Abby what do you think has been hard about rooming with anyone that's not your spouse like what do you think has been the hardest part and honestly let's be real I think these same things will be hard for when I am married but I'm not married so we don't we don't know that yet but (laughs) um well hopefully uh, Ryan (laughs) put a ring on it (laughs) he's Um. like "Mm, but not in that he's like at Ryan please put a ring on it right now (laughs) I love him okay um hardest thing yeah I think I'm just looking back so I've had three roommates now this is my third year and they've all been so different so so different and I think 
there's a lot of mistakes that I made that I'm not proud of with mm. just being angry over those tiny things mm. um, that I look back and I'm like, Ellie, what were you doing? Um, but I think, honestly, it's just taught me, again, how to be selfless. And I'm like, man, you know, my roommate, again, did not clean her dishes or did not whatever, whatever. And it could be yeah. any list of things. And let's be real, we'll get mad over and everything, whether it's a piece of dust on the floor or yeah, like yeah. whatever. Like you're um, like, your flip flops out again. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, so dumb. But in the moment, you're just so full of rage. And I think what I've learned is that all of that really is a sign of something deeper that I'm just like selfish and I want people to serve me. Mm, <laughs> um, I feel that. And yeah, I, and so whenever people don't do that and I have that expectation on them to be some kind of like humble servant to me all the time, um, that's when I get angry. And so it's mm. not really that it's about the, whatever it is, you know, it's more about that. I'm just selfish <laughs> and I need to, again, just be humble and say, you know what, maybe this is the fourth time I've cleaned this for her or whatever. Um, but I'm going to do it again because yeah. you know what, Jesus did it again for me. He yeah. says, you know what, I'm going to forgive you again and again and again, yeah. every single morning that we've been alive, he's been like, I'm going to forgive you. Yeah. And so no, that's if he can do that to me, then I can do it for four years of living <laughs> with a roommate, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like, also like, like Ellie, like it's valid. Like, you are, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, oh, it's just selfish. Like, no, it's so valid. I think, like, as humans, it's, it's very normal for us to have the expectation that, like, they will serve us and, like, because we serve them. I think mm -hmm. that that's, like, an expectation because I know that you do serve just as much as you want to be served. And so I think that that's the beauty of, like, marriage is, like, we get to be served and we get to serve. And so we get to really humble ourselves and be, like, okay, you know, like, my husband for the fifth time did not load the dishwasher. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, whatever that might look like. But I think, <clears throat> honestly, my – I think everyone should move into a dorm with someone. Oh, like, I totally. know people who, like, never have done it before. Like, I know I wasn't going to do it. Like, I was just going to live with my mom and, like, until I graduated or whatever. And I just am so thankful that I didn't do that. Mm -hmm. That I didn't just wait to, like, just wait for, like, that I went off to college. It, mm -hmm. not, it stretches you. It grows you. It really, really just, it stretches you. Mm -hmm. And you get to, like, learn how to be, like, intentional like I know like I used to never make my bed like mm -hmm. ever mm -hmm. and then Karina does it every morning and I'm like I have to do it too because like Karina does it too like I don't want to be the one roommate that doesn't do her like mm -hmm. doesn't like mm -hmm. you know whatever do her bed um and so it's just like you kind of like start changing your habits because mm -hmm. of the person like they oh, yeah. they actually do bring like the best side of you and yeah. the worst side of course um in some ways and so it's like such a gift to get to just have that but yeah, yeah. I agree. No, it's been so good. So you're a senior. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel like is your biggest expectation after school? <sighs> you probably have had that question, but. Kind of, yeah. I think um, I think everyone kind of has this thought that they're going to, like, go change the world, and I'm not exempt from that. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, we want to. Yeah. That should be the goal. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. And I don't, you know. Here's the thing that I've learned. So I've, I've had expectations, you know, for my life and I've had plans. I've had all these things and I didn't even want to come to Liberty. I had this mm. other plan. And then my expectation for that was dashed to pieces. And then mm. I came here and my major is teaching English as a second language. Um, so the original goal was that I wanted to go live overseas. Um, I'm pretty fluent in Spanish at this point, And so I was like, I'm going to go live in a Spanish-speaking country. Know oh, yeah. That's <laughs> um, actually so cool, Ellie. Um, <laughs> don't worry, not. But anyways, <laughs> and so I was like, I want to go live in a Spanish-speaking country and teach English and also, like, share the gospel. Um, so I went and did that this last summer in Ecuador for two months. And honestly, it, I, I'm struggling with if that's for me anymore. It mm. wasn't what I expected. Again, my expectations were dashed to pieces. Mm. It was a lot harder than I thought. It's not glorious and glamorous to live everywhere else you know nope. um south america is not yeah, an easy place to live exactly and so and then that just really came into my face when i was there like the first week it's fun the second week it's fun third week fourth week fifth week it just keeps going and you're like okay this is getting old yeah yeah <laughs> um and not that i didn't grow and learn from that but i do think that my glamorous vision of adventure has kind of been dashed to pieces so mm. all that to say my original expectation for post-college was to do just that, like go live somewhere, be this big world changer and like teach English, but also really just tell people about Jesus. 
And now, I think my expectation is that I am just learning so much about myself that I, I just need roots. Mm. I need... Um, another part of my story is that I've never lived somewhere more than three years. And so I'm craving just community that I mm. know for a lot of my life. I want to raise kids in the same place. I still so much have a heart for the world and I want to be a part of that whether that's being here and equipping others or even just going for short um, times but yeah I want to get married I want to be that wife who is home and has a great home like I know that's pretty unpopular these days but I I, trust me if you (laughs) if you knew me two years ago even you would say are you okay Ellie like (laughs) like that truly is not something I was growing up like oh I'm just gonna be a housewife you know like I I had big plans for myself and Mm. I didn't want to just stay home and the thought of that would have made me cry honestly um but I I want to do that now I want to be hospitable I want to bless people with food and and a bed and fun and peace and laughter and games whatever it is um that's that's my dream honestly and I don't know if I had heard that two years ago if the Lord had told me that was his plan for me two years ago I would have been like you horrible guy that I'm gonna be tied down to this (laughs) to this man to this man (laughs) in this house and I'll never go and experience anything but that's just not true and I think there's a lot of beauty in in the simplicity of life that's another thing I've learned too and I expect for post-college is simplicity because life is not simple in college and so I'm excited (laughs) for just waking up in the same place having a slow morning and taking my kids to school and all those just simple really mundane things I'm very excited for no I love that (laughs) no Ellie I feel like we really are like that's such a gift from the Lord is like we are so alike like the more and more you speak the more I'm just like wow like there is someone (laughs) I mean I know a lot of people that are like me but that particular vision that you have where you Like, I was the exact same way. Mm -hmm. Like, I had that revelation this year also that Mm -hmm. I want to be, like, a mom who, like, stays home and, like, takes care of her kids and, like, just really is intentional with her kids. And, I mean, of course, like, this would be my dream to do this for a living or whatever Mm -hmm. that might look like. But my biggest desire in life is to be a mom. And Mm -hmm. I used to literally, like, I obviously found this this desire through my healing process, mm-hmm. um, like in therapy and stuff. But I was the exact same way as you. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to be like a traveler. And like, <laughs> I'm going to live uh, me, like settle down. Like, I didn't Never. even know I wanted to be a mom. Like, I mean, yeah. I knew I wanted to be a mom, but there was like a lot of pain mm-hmm. with thinking I was going to be a mom. Like, I would just think about a husband. I was like, me, submit to a man. No, <laughs> like never. Like, hold me down and like, hold back my dreams for a guy could never like settle down and like no never and Mm -hmm. I have the same thing as you it's like I've come around as like I want roots Mm -hmm. because I went to literally 11 schools my entire life like Mm -hmm. between like you know whatever elementary school towards high school and like the most I've ever lived in a home is like four years Mm -hmm. maybe like and it is hard when Mm -hmm. you have no roots like you like I might have lived in, like, Alabama for, like, five years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it – I've moved so much. And yep. it just gets to a point where you're, like, no, no, no. Like, this can't keep – like, mm-hmm. for my kids, I want to be stable. Like, for my kids, I yeah. want to be, like – I want to be able to be in the same home. Like, I know people who are, like, I've lived in this home my entire life. And I'm, like, I don't even remember the first home I lived in. Oh, same. Like, you yeah, know, I don't just, either. like, yeah. who even knows? But I think that that's such a beautiful thing that the Lord has given us both is, like, mm-hmm. the desire to be moms – with the fact that we can wrap that around like the passion i mean like yeah. you could literally like teach your kids spanish for sure and like that yeah. could be I such a gift <laughs> yeah please do please yeah. no but it's also just like so important because like your kids get to have like a mom who like really appreciates like different cultures and like mm-hmm. really appreciates like a different language and stuff like that and so it might not be like the world might not fully change right from your vessel but like mm-hmm. as you like literally teach your kids what that passion looks like Mm -hmm. you have no idea like what generational generations could come from like just opening up your hands saying okay god like i will humble myself for the simplicity just so that you can like bring glory Mm -hmm. and whatever that might look like um but honestly like you could do so much like change so many lives even just here in america Mm -hmm. like we need plenty of like Oh, you yeah. know, like, what is it? What is it called? Um, like, English is second language, but, like, there's, like, a calling, a saying for it. ESL mm-hmm. class. Yes. Like, we mm-hmm. definitely need more. Like, I wouldn't say more, like, teachers. I wouldn't say, like, I really went through those classes. I think I was only in it once. But, like, mm-hmm. who, like, are passionate. Yeah. 
about kids here in America who like who that isn't their first language yeah. and they really do struggle and like mm-hmm. there are a lot of kids in America who need love. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Especially coming from a culture that is not like America because nowhere is not like America. Mm-mm. And when you travel you quickly realize that there's nowhere like America. But yeah. Um if liberty's a culture shock. Yeah. America. Yeah. <laughs> you get out you're like Yeah. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. This cannot be. Yeah. Like, what do you think was the hardest thing about, like, being in Ecuador? I think, um, and I can't say this for every country, because I've been to countries where this isn't true, but it, it's a very close country, meaning that there's not very many people coming out of, or coming from other places to Ecuador. It's pretty, uh-huh. um, everyone there is from Ecuador, and they've mm-hmm. grown up there forever, and, like, like generations. There's not much diversity, and so... Um, it's a small thing and it honestly opened my eyes to a lot of the issues happening today in America, but I was just really, um, they don't like Americans. Mm. (laughs) And so I would walk in somewhere. Yeah. And I would walk in somewhere and just the simple fact that my Spanish was not native and they knew that I was tall and white and totally not looking like like them. Oh yeah. And a girl also. And all of those things, Mm -hmm. they, they wouldn't give me the time of day. Yeah. And so it it was just constantly feeling like unwelcome, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, it's that's something that we as Christians should be seeking is the uncomfortableness of situations where we might not be welcome. Yeah. Um, but it it's something that I would need a partner that's very close to me with because mm-hmm. I was pretty alone a lot of times in Ecuador. I would travel the city by myself and all these things. And it's. It's just, it reminded me a lot that community is necessary. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I, you know, I went with a team to, from Liberty to Ecuador, but we all kind of went our separate ways when we got there to different host families. And praise the Lord, my host family was amazing. They welcomed mm. me with open arms. They were super strong believers and were the best. Um, but I think just the daily life of remembering that, Everything I do and say is on display. Mm. <laughs> they would look at me like I was a celebrity oh, <laughs> walking dang. by, and I'm like, oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> like everybody's staring. Yeah, and, and just that everything I would say and do was almost like a joke. Mm. Um, like, oh, you silly American, you know. Yeah. Um, and probably it was. It, you know, and just me not understanding the cultural nuances, probably it did seem silly. And um, it just kind of opened. That's hard. Yeah, I mean, it was hard, and, you know, a lot of other things like that was harder because of the culture shock that I was experiencing that I was just like heightening every tiny little like issue. Um, but it really opened my eyes to the power of like training up local missionaries. <coughs> mm. I went to a lot of places in the jungle and just other places where it was literally only people from that area. Like they'd never seen like white people and okay. um, they, they would, I, I just realized how much, like, if we just go and, like, train up people who live there and who know the culture, they know the language, they know the yeah. nuances, and we can tell them about Jesus so they can go and spread Jesus, like, I, and that's the same thing for me, that's c- part of why I want to stay in America, is, like, this is my culture, you know, and, like, yeah. I know the language, I know everything, and I can give the most that I can give in a place where I can minister specifically to people in different cultures. Like I can minister to the young teenage girls and Mm -hmm. the middle-aged girls whenever I get there and, you know, all those different things. So, um, anyways, that was a long tangent, but no, I loved it. I loved every second. No, I loved every second about it. I Mm -hmm. loved hearing it. Like, I think, I think that's so true. I feel like that's, I would say that, that like, I, I wouldn't 100% agree. Like I don't like the reason I don't, not agree that's not relate (laughs) that's the word I was like I do agree with what you're saying what am I saying relate is because like when I go to Venezuela like Mm -hmm. I look like everyone there. yeah so I don't really have like that culture shock but but it is valid because even here sometimes like if I'm the only like Hispanic in the room Mm -hmm. it feels weird like the eyes are on me and I'm like all right and I've Mm -hmm. learned to really ignore that because I've always literally just had white friends which Mm -hmm. is kind of weird like I love all cultures all skin colors I just that's just kind of like what's had been part of my journey Mm -hmm. but like I (laughs) like I think I love that like I love that 
you know, like what you said, because I've heard that before. And I think that's really important is like going in the mission field, really equipping the people who already live there Mm -hmm. who like aren't willing to like, don't want to leave. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, they're like, no, 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 this is my home. Like I love this. And like equipping them to lead their people. And so Mm -hmm. that like, if we go into countries and like really maybe like fix the route there, there would be no need so much to leave the homeland, but Mm -hmm. be able to stay in the homeland and really minister in the midst of it. Because it's like, so many of us leave, which, you know, it's valid. Like, our countries aren't the best. But, like, mm-hmm. if we could be in a place, like, maybe, like, that is a little bit more, like, livable. Mm-hmm. Um, and we came in and we're like, okay, like, this is how you minister. This is how you do this. And we really pour into them for, like, who knows, a couple of months, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, be like, okay, cool. It's on you. Like, you got this. Like, take mm-hmm. a step into faith. Um, yep. I think that that's, that would be so, I mean, I think yep. it, people already do that. They but do. I think yeah. it's still, like. I think it's unpopular, but it, it yeah. is something that people do. Yeah, like, I know when I went to Haiti, like, that's kind of what the message was. Mm-hmm. They were, like, they were, like, no, 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 like, the point is to equip here. Because mm-hmm. I would tell them, like, oh, like, are they going to come to America? Like, no, 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 like, the point is for them to equip here. Mm-hmm. So, it to they their intent is to get to a point where they don't even have to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't yeah. have to be what, which they've said it before. Like, they doubt that'll actually happen, that mm-hmm. they'll, like, not be involved at all. But... Um, if they can equip professors and, and students and leaders and, you know, to be leaders mm-hmm. in the church, there wouldn't be so much of, like, an American hold on yeah. that. But it yeah. could be more like, oh, Haiti, and then, like, America's, like, we Helping. help every yeah. now and then. But, yeah. no, I, I definitely think that that's, that's, no, that's so good. I thought you were going to say, like, I don't know why I thought you were going to say, like, maybe just, like, the, like, the plumbing system or something oh, no. like because oh, that is literally me. Uh, yeah the plumbing system is not great but no it's not <laughs> literally last time i went to venezuela like they cut the water from like i think it's like on thursday they cut our water yep. and so you have like you have no, no water. water pressure yep. mm-hmm. so like there's a bucket at the top of our the roof <laughs> <laughs> that like brings the water down and once the water runs out that that yep. means you're, you're getting done. water from the street yeah. so that you're like so many times i had to like boil water yeah. and like take oh, a shower with like a cup with like a cup yeah. yes no but it's yeah. so crazy like because you would think you know like people mm-hmm. are listening i'd be like oh my gosh but when you're in it you're just like you're oh, chilling it's just part of it yeah it's you're like oh that water is hot man like yeah. i need to like make sure but it sucks when you're like i would have so many moments where i'd be like standing in the shower like literally so cold mom would be like i'll bring the water up in a second it's boiling and i'm just like sitting there naked like i'm freezing and then she like brings the water up and then it's like hot as crap and you're like i can't even take a shower yet because it's so hot and you're sitting there freezing like shaking also can't flush toilet paper that was a big (laughs) culture shock for me you have to throw it in the trash can which is dmi but no so true no people don't understand (laughs) like literally i remember when i came back to america and i was like living here and i would like always throw it in the trash can yeah mom would be like stop filling up the trash can with toilet paper like throw it throw it on the freaking toilet and i'm like i'm sorry like i just am like and people would like whenever my family would migrate like kept migrating over we kept having to like tell them like that was like one of the first things we were telling like you "You are allowed to flush toilet paper please flush your toilet Uh, paper because this trash is just filling up for no reason like no it's so crazy i always tell people all the time like every time i step into venezuela i literally have to take out my american chip Mm -hmm. And I got to leave it in America and I got to put my Venezuelan chip in and it's okay if I have to take a shower with a bucket. How many yeah. times do I have to flush the toilet with a bucket because we yeah. didn't have any yes, water I left? Yes, I that too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like you like you pee, like it gets to a point where yeah. you aren't disgusted. Like here mm-hmm. in America, if you do not flush your toilet and your guest comes in the to- like and you haven't flushed it, like you, I would be appalled i'd oh, be like yeah. i'm so sorry but yeah. as well like, people like pee like four or five six seven times yep. and you can and then you smell flush. it yeah you can smell it people are like i literally one time i apologize i was like i'm so sorry like i need to bring the bucket up to like flush so they're like dory like this is super normal like no yeah. worries at all and i was like no this is nasty <laughs> this is nasty why are you guys <laughs> saying this is okay but it's just like it's part of the culture yeah it like, is, you just don't fun, realize You know, it. and those are the things that I look back and I cherish, like... No, I do, know? too. I cherish walking yeah. that bucket up the yeah. stairs to flush the toilet. <laughs> it helps so much because, like, even here yeah. where I've had moments where, like, the toilet will freak on me and I'm like, ah, just fill up the bucket. I know, yeah. how, to, I know how to flush it with force, like, with water yeah. pressure. And I just am like, those are not things that you learn mm-hmm. here in America. Like, we yeah. would not survive anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, we really wouldn't. Yeah. But, no. That's so true. 
That's so fun that you've experienced that too. I feel yeah. like I'm the only person now I'm not. Yeah. I feel like other than my family who like has experienced stuff oh, like that. Where there. <laughs> and in, there, in Ecuador, the temperature is the same every single day because it's on the equator. Because oh, Ecuador means equator. So and well, it wasn't because we were like 10,000 feet high. Oh, okay. And so not only would we take cold showers, but we go outside and it's like constantly 55 degrees. And so like it's cold it's cold and then i go into a cold shower and i'm like Ugh. and then i like go into my cold room because there's no heating or air conditioning oh and then there's my <laughs> god how did you not get sick i did but <laughs> you were like ah my immune system is just doing the best i know i yeah. literally okay in venezuela like i'm not really sure like how much more i don't think venezuela like more advanced but like i know that my friends who live in like chile and like peru mm-hmm. like they literally tell me like the cold water is like hot water is not a thing yeah like it costs so yeah. much money to buy a hot water heater but like in venezuela it's super normal it's just mm. part of it but like They'll tell me all the time, like, yeah, you just get used to, like, taking yeah, cold showers. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, when there was no water in the freaking, like, plumbing system, I'd be like, heat it up, heat yeah. it up, turn that fire on, let's go. Like, that's just too hard. Yeah. No, you don't, also, you don't wash your hair well with a bucket. Uh-uh. Like, you definitely need I shampoo. I wear a lot of headbands and yes. hats because I just went grease head it's sometimes. It's nasty. Like, I literally yeah. am like, you can't wash the soap out right. You can't mm-hmm. wash the conditioner out right because it's no pressure. Mm-hmm. Man, good times. Man. <laughs> I literally told myself, I was like, I want to throw my kids into Venezuela and be like, yeah. survive. survive. <laughs> like, it's, so, it's such a formative time. Yeah, like it really grows uh, you. It humbles you. Because mm-hmm. then you stop complaining about those dumb things like, my shower takes 10 minutes to warm up. I'm like, at least it warms <laughs> up, you know? <laughs> or like, I know. you know, all that kind it's of stuff. It's such a culture shock where like literally I'll tell people like, I'll be like, call the plumber. They're like, we don't have plumbers here, yeah. Doriani Godoy. They're like, you just fix it yourself. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> well, of course they have plumbers. But, like, it's not just, like, I call yeah. my plumbing system that I have a subscription with or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, there are times, like, in Venezuela where I didn't have, like, exact change and, like, the currency is weird or whatever. And I'd get mm-hmm. so pissed. I'd be like, let me talk to your manager. Like, I'd get so pissed. And they're like, what are you going to do? What is the manager going to do? He's going to tell you to frick off and get out of his restaurant. And he's going to take your money. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. Let me just humble myself <laughs> real quick. Let me just humble myself. <laughs> because like, oh, here in America, yeah. you're like, give me the manager. Like, yeah. people are like, blood. They're like, oh, no. But there, it's like, oh, they're yeah. like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, customer yeah. service. I don't know. Uh, what is that? No, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't exist. They're yeah. like, who cares? I do not care if you want to buy from me or you don't. Because yeah. you're going to have to anyways. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, such a low supply of stuff that you, yeah. like, have to go to a certain place to get it. Or you're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, I yeah. don't care how I treat you. You're still going to have to come back. Oh, yeah. And there was Man. one time. This is a funny story. We can move on after this. No, but, tell um, me. I love it. This is like my favorite. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm having so much yeah. fun right now. There, so there's just like markets everywhere where it's like, yeah, it's just people from, the, you know, wherever they come and sell stuff. Like on and the so streets. I would like, I would buy flowers a lot because my host mom really loved flowers. And That's so sweet. there was this one guy and I could just tell by the way he was looking at me that he was going to, you know, be weird. And so I like walk up and I like buy the flowers and he's like, yeah, so that's that's going to be like twelve dollars. Uh, and if you know anything about Ecuador or really South America, everything is so much cheaper. Like yeah. normally it's like 50 cents to buy flowers. So I yeah. go, um, no, I don't I don't think it's twelve dollars. Like I'll give you a dollar. And he's like, no. It's twelve dollars, and I was like, yeah, I know he's doing this because I'm American. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He knows I got They'll the money. Steal from you, yeah. Yeah, and and then I literally got into this like kind of fight. I was like, no, it's I'll give you two dollars, and he's like, no, twelve dollars, and I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, if anyone in America would like barter with you, you'd yeah. be like, first of all, taking it back, but yeah, also yeah. they'd probably be like, oh yeah, you're right, I. Whatever. I was wrong. Yeah. yeah, but he was like, no, and I was like, okay, and then I took my business somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, like that's so that's so true. Like they'll in Venezuela, everything's about bargaining. Like yeah. you have to bargain with everyone. Oh, like yeah. you're like, no, it's fine. My dad will literally be like, no, 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 it's not. Literally, yeah. I bought a lollipop one time for a dollar. Like I was like, um, I was like, yeah, yeah, I want this lollipop, and they're like a dollar. I was like, cool, here you go, because mm-hmm. like a dollar is okay here. And my aunt flipped. She was like, a dollar. That's like twenty five cents. Yeah. And I was like. <laughs> I didn't uh, flipping know. Yeah. I just bought yeah. it. So, like, my aunt literally would tell us, like, we weren't allowed. Like, my mom mm-hmm. and I, like, when we would go, she's like, you're not allowed to pay for anything. Like, we still looked like them, but they mm-hmm. just knew, you know. Yeah. They knew. You, oh, they yeah. know when you're not from there. Yeah, for and, sure. Like, and so, like, I literally was like, yeah, it was so many times I've had moments where I was like, yeah, that's cheap. And they're like, my cousin would be like, cheap? No, mm-hmm. no, we're not paying $10 for that. I'll give you five. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, it's 10. I'll give you five. Yeah. And they're like, all right, right, we'll yeah. take five. Oh, yeah. I'm like, it's so fun. It was kind of exhilarating, like bartering. I'm like, yeah. ooh. You're like, I'll give you two. Yeah. I'll give you $2. You can't bargain here. Here's uh-uh. like, no, it's $10. No, nope, the price tag says 10. You exactly. Know, but I like yeah. it because there's stability. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you don't have to fight to like yep. fight. Because it's, it's so true. Like some place would be like $5. Other place would be like $2. And you're just like, mm-hmm. It's such a journey. It is. Uh, outside of the U.S. is just... It's so fun. It's a different breed. Everyone needs to go. At least once. No, I'm t- I am don't know. know how people don't leave America. Like, get out yeah. of here. Like, mm-hmm. I love America, but you need to... I want to yeah. go to Europe. Like, yeah. If nothing else, to make you value America. You know? Yes, 100%. <laughs> Every time people are like, like I don't like America, I'm like, then leave. Yeah. And then you'll like it. Then you'll <laughs> like it. No, literally, people leave and they always come back. Yep, they do. They always... And if they don't come back, then good for them. Like, yep. that's fine, too. Other countries have amazing stuff, too, but... Yeah. It's like born and raised. It's like hard, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, not born, but I definitely was raised. Might as well have been born. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Ellie, this was such a good conversation. I had <laughs> so much fun. fun. Just this like so we fun. talked about so many different things, and like specifically, like this was my favorite part, just because like getting to relate to yeah. so many things. Like mm-hmm. that's such a gift. I feel like not a lot of people can like really sit down and talk about how they like power flush the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no with the water pressure. <laughs> no, no one else understands the struggle yeah. of living in South America. It's oh, yeah. it's a gift, but it's a struggle. Yeah, it is. But um but yeah, do you have anything else you want to share with the with the peeps or mm. come to Liberty. Yeah, Fan no the literally. Yeah, come on, <laughs> fan the flames. Fan the flames. What was I saying? No, literally I love it. I love Liberty. I think it's like it's been such a gift. It's a gift yeah. straight from God. I mm-hmm. think people really 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 like miss out when they don't come here like mm-hmm. because it is like yeah. don't go to baylor come to liberty i feel <laughs> like i feel like that's everyone's testimony on this dang campus like i yep. was, was wavering between baylor and liberty yeah. and like hey i love texas don't get me wrong but yeah. i just liberty is different yeah. and contrary to popular belief you don't have to wear skirts down your ankles <laughs> guys don't have to wear ties <laughs> curfew is flexible yeah like, literally it t- depends can, on your right well, <laughs> sure, you can true. only speak Come for yourself <laughs> yeah literally like request ellie because she's she's the best but no it honestly people think it's like literally like a jail cell like people are like, oh, yeah. oh you no, can't do this not. like i so i see all over tiktok like you can't even break boys in your room like what is that and i'm like no what a gift oh yeah what you can walk around in your bra and not have to yeah. worry. Yeah, whenever know? we have hall meetings, like, sometimes I do consider, like, coming out there without pants mm-hmm. on. Because, like, that's, I don't wear pants. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. I'm like, nah, I'm not sitting on that nasty floor with no pants on. But, like, I can wear, like, <laughs> you my... Could. Sh- I could, but you it's could. nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, I can wear, like, my short shorts and it not mm-hmm. be stressful. Like, it's just been such a gift to get to, like, be a part of Liberty. Like, even mm-hmm. we did, we did, like, the man on the hall, like, the one, mm-hmm. what is it, like, three hours or whatever, where mm-hmm. we, like boys were allowed in our rooms like with the door open and vice versa we were allowed in their rooms and like I didn't even I didn't even participate because it truly made me feel uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. I don't know why like I think Mm -hmm. it's because that boundary has been set Mm -hmm. and I just was like I just feel like if the whole semester I'm not allowed to go to a boys room I shouldn't really be like doing this still Mm -hmm. like there's just too much temptation truly Mm -hmm. like the world is so tempting and like not that I have anyone to be tempted with but like I just it was just weird so I was like I don't want to do this yeah yeah no, Anyways, I love it. You should come here because it's really fun. Yeah, the <laughs> professors love well. Yes, they do. And they, they, yeah, they all know my name. You know, I know. And that's, that's strange. No, I love it. You know, that's yeah. Well, the bigger classes not so much. That's true. But the smaller classes, they'll know your name. Yeah, they'll definitely so know your name. They want you. Oh, sorry, someone's calling me. Um, they want you to be successful. Yeah, they want it's you. So, so true. All right, Ellie. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for coming yes, on and just having you. these like amazing conversations. Yeah. Like it's been such, such a gift. A sweet friend. Yeah. <laughs> no, you are so. You've been such a gift, and I am so thankful for it. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. It was really a lot of everything, but I am so thankful for it. It was so fun to get to have this conversation. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to subscribe, download the episode, leave a review, whatever you feel called to do. Um, I always appreciate it so much. All right, guys. Well, I will talk to you guys on the next episode of Tap It On.